Hi, this is Kara Miller from iHeartRadio's Q1043 in New York. Finally back with you after a long pause. On this podcast, we give you a taste of authentic local British radio with our friends, presenters Nigel Pearson, Alan Thompson, and their Groove Britain programs, which are sweeping across the UK. Now, this time, Nigel and Alan speak with me. <laughs> I'm honored to be doing a new segment with the guys once a month called UK, USA All The Way. Just talking about what's going on here in New York. I think that sums up today's programme, Alan, very well. It's all too much. Do you have any <laughs> ideas on who that was? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Do you honestly not know who that was? No, who was that? Wake me up. That's the Beatles. That's the Beatles. <laughs> and you tell me the last time that was heard on the radio anywhere. No, I should say that uh, probably hadn't been heard for, for very many years. I would say probably about 20 years since the, uh, I think, when the... The anthology series came out. I mean, I know there are additional tracks that uh, were around at the time that just didn't get played, and that, I think, was actually one of them. Well, there's a very important track. I think it's the most psychedelic track they did, and uh, I think it just sums up our programme today. And before I go any further, may I say, this is Mission Control England to New York Rover. Are you receiving me? Oh, absolutely. Roger that. We, we receive you loud and clear. <laughs> um, have you heard that track on the radio in a long time, Carol? Well, I'll tell you something. I have not. I mean, I, I know it's been played, but I haven't played it recently. I'll tell you something that, interesting, though, that I always think about when, uh, you know, we play the George Harrison living in the material world and some of the very spiritual things. And then he comes out and does Got My Mind Set On You. It's going to take money, a whole lot of money. Didn't that ever hit you as being, gee, isn't that the other side of the coin? I thought it, I thought it was the operating side of the coin. But I do agree with what you say, Carol. But, uh, yes, the money, it takes a lot of money. Uh, got my mind set on you, I think. Yeah, I'm that's a whole different kind of, it's like the old... The old Playboy thing. Yeah, yeah I'm going to, I'm going to get that girl there and spend a lot of money. And he's just finished going to the, you know, Maharishi. Well, there you go. You know, I'm not going to comment on that because, uh, but I love the spirit. I like a free spirit, and you're one of those free spirits. And, right. I'm uh, just kidding. You know, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just no, I know you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm not. I understand you. So does Alan. But uh, now it's great, and uh, of course, it is the first episode today, or the first link of UK USA live all the way. So please, Carol, tell us what's happening in the Big Apple. Oh, for goodness sakes, what isn't happening? You know, it's, there are just so many different areas, obviously. If you want to talk about music, uh, for example, uh, something that we've been doing that we, we isn't we, it's Billy Joel. Are you aware of the fact that Billy Joel has a huge concert every month at Madison Square Garden? And this has been going on now into 77 months straight. No, you've, that is a real whopper to start with, isn't it? Yeah, okay, because, you know, almost six years there, and uh, he was announced. Do you know how we're, uh, certain arenas may have a, uh, a team that's the franchise that plays at that arena, yep. for example? Well, Madison Square Garden, you know, there is certainly for all the concerts and shows, has uh, New York sports teams playing there. And they announced uh, a few years ago that they were going to have their first music franchise, Billy Joel. And Billy Joel, who is from the, the area, he's from Long Island, and he is just very well loved here for being a real, besides being a fantastic uh, musician, he's just a real New Yorker, a real fantastic um, representative. Well, he announced that he would play a concert every month 
as long as people would come. Because he did not want to do what everybody else is doing, which is go to Las Vegas. Right, he okay. And um, because he doesn't like the desert, he likes New York. <laughs> so uh, he does a show as long as people will come. And I saw the show two months ago that he's doing. What he does is he takes Madison Square Garden and makes it like it's a, a little club, and he just talks to the audience and... Um, I'm. I'm. Sh- he's popular where you are, isn't he? Or? Very popular. I mean, we know him for. I consider to be one of his best songs was just the way you are because. Oh uh, yes. I love that, and I I know Barry White did it, and he did a, a respectful version, but I love Billy Joel's version, Uptown Girl. Um, there's yes. so there's so much that he does know, and I think Alan sitting across the other side of the studio, just to let him cut in here. Um, I think he's obviously got more experience than Billy Joel or what I have. Well, sort of. It's interesting, this, Carol, because uh, Billy, of course, was, uh, or was, still is, uh, a very prolific uh, songwriter. I mean, how is he viewed in New York now? Is it as a singer-songwriter, or he's got a talent for uh, for songwriting, which, um, I don't know, he never really seemed to play up to the image for, did he? Well, uh, no, he is certainly in the States and certainly in New York. I mean, he has an amazing catalogue of songs that he's written, and the other side of it is that he, I think, is from his or our generation, he's like a Frank Sinatra, because he tells the stories in his songs. Uh, if you listen to, uh, you know, the scenes from an Italian restaurant or the piano man, he tells you those stories in, in a certain way that he's singing and talking at the same time. Mm. And, and he's able to do that, but they're his songs. Um, you know, so that that he's just really thought of as this all around. You know, when I call him on the air on my show in New York, I joke around, I call him Sir Billy Joel. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. look, I go, hey, what? He's not good enough to be Sir Billy Joel? Come on, you know? Um, so obviously we don't have Sir Billy Joel, but I say if if we did, he'd he'd be it, you know. <laughs> well, it seems that uh, Her Britannic Majesty's request sometimes makes an inkling over there, which is fantastic. But Carol, I mean, yes, we do love Billy Joel, um, and I say love because he's very very well respected. And if you get a chance to tap him on the shoulder, you want to remind him to say he's got a lot of fans in England. I think it's about time he paid us a visit. Oh, well, certainly will. <laughs> there uh, you go, Billy. You're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a there's a theatre here, not far from where the well, in fact, it's just on the floor below. Yes, us, isn't it? Here. Nice theatre here. Theater, we, theater we, here. We, could, yeah. we could go out now, Carol. Thank you for yeah. that. But what's the weather like out there? Are you uh, uh, right. getting the it's, snow yet or whatever? It's it's cold. It's gotten very cold. It's been up and down here. You know, weather is something that everybody talks about everywhere, and we've had a little bit unseasonably warm. Now it's getting really cold. And uh, I, I, I haven't met anybody here that hasn't enjoyed the unseasonable weather that we had last week that's worried about climate change. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, it, you're not supposed to feel guilty that it's gotten a little warmer, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 it's just really okay. It's great yeah, outside. Great. Yeah, yeah it's, really, it's fantastic. But obviously everybody um, is worried about and looks at the Australian bushfire situation, which is absolutely dreadful. And, um, you know, you make you wonder what's going to happen, because obviously in California and America, you do have bushfires as well and very big yeah, ones. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. You know, I, I try to keep up with this stuff. Um, one of the major causes of both of those fires was that in, in certain uh, environmental groups who were not in favor of deforestation, the, uh, I guess that's the word, they, there are certain amounts of uh, land, of 
forests that have to actually be burned down so that fires cannot jump from one part yep. to the other. Mm. And both in California, we've been hearing, and also in Australia, they didn't do that uh, because they wanted to be nice to the uh, forest. And, and so what happened was even more devastating. Yeah. So it makes so, you think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is another side to everything. Uh, <laughs> there, there, is in, there is indeed. Now, I think Alan's got a story, um, or not a story, a news <laughs> item, concerning a group that have made you know, big over there in America, coming from southeast London, Catford and Deptford, all around there. So, Alan, I think it's time for you to break the first news story from here to there on UK USA Live. Mm, I think they came from Muswell Hill, actually, but uh, yeah, it's oh, the some, some did come from... No, <laughs> yeah. That's Shell, the Kinks, right? Yeah, Muswell Yeah, right. but also Shell Tommy come from South London, and there was a lot of stuff in there that was recorded south of the river, so well, we're, we're, we're both right. We'll, we'll, we'll forgive Shell Tommy for that. But, uh, no, Carol, uh, there's a new um, album out now by the Kinks, and they just come into my possession about two weeks ago and it's called Arthur or the Decline and Fall of the British Empire now uh, it's two albums in point of fact the first one is the original stereo album uh, the 2019 right. remaster where they've actually done some of their, uh, their stuff uh, well they just re- regurgitate it so to speak with some bonus tracks like Plastic Man but in the next program that we've got coming up uh, we're actually playing the stereo mix of Victoria the other one is the great lost Dave Davis album that's been reissued with uh, some additional bonus as tracks like Lincoln County, uh, There Is No Life, Hold My Hand, and uh, Creeping Gene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make of, make he, of that what you will. I was going to say. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the uh, 50th anniversary uh, edition, isn't it? That's right. And uh, this, I mean, when you consider, I mean, the Kinks uh, were started a, as, a, as a group, a hit making group in this country in 1964. If we're talking about sort of more international, obviously it came um, a little later on. But uh, just as a side issue, I can remember seeing the Kinks for the very first time ever. Uh, on uh, a TV show it's like our equivalent of American Bandstand at the time called Ready Steady Go Ready Steady Go yeah and uh, they appeared on there and they sang a version of uh, Little Richard's Long Tall Sally when I heard they were going to do that I thought uh, well hang on a second nobody can sing that like Little Richard but when they actually put it together it was like a a British rhythm and blues version of it so it's totally different it was never a hit in this country I do possess a copy of it at um, at home but uh, I never thought that they would uh, actually survive actually beyond that but they certainly did i mean how popular because you were there at the time when it happened because i was in the states the first time in 1972 Uh, by that time of course things had started to happen just how popular were they in the the states at that time oh uh, they still are i mean they're not you know if you want to put in uh, levels of of artists um they're, they're quite up there uh to this day as as far as rock fans and rock music stations um we're all waiting for them to have their reunion or whatever it is they keep saying they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, the latest was that uh, they were putting things, they were both in the studio, Ray and Dave, putting things together. Um, and, and well, do you know any more than <laughs> and that, that Ray had gone to London? Well, not at the at the moment because um, Universal. Well, it's actually um, another record company that's done this, but I've actually acquired this through uh, through Universal because uh, a relation of mine actually. Well, she did work for them. And uh, still has the uh, the connections there. It will be interesting to see what comes of this. Now, this has now been issued in uh, January 2020. So let's see what happens, uh, you know, after this. But I mean, can I just put a, a rather, I suppose, a blunt question really to you? That uh, if the Kinks were to come back now, if they actually did this reunion, could they still sell out a stadium? 
A stadium? I, I, a stadium? No, I don't think a stadium, but uh, uh, an arena, maybe, and and certainly a large venue. I would think if if the Kinks uh, got back together, uh, what what some of the groups are doing is doing a venue for a few nights in a row that mm. may have a, a couple thousand. And so, like, and, but they're very prestigious, like the Beacon Theater. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yep, we have. Uh, West Side of New York. I would think they would do the Beacon, Kinks doing the Beacon Theater for a couple of nights, something like that, uh, would actually be a lot better than doing an arena because, you know, the, going to an arena is, is, well, the sound isn't as good, et cetera, et cetera. And you want to see these people up close. Mm, Speaking yep. of which, you know, Ray Davies used to have an apartment in, in my building. Well, there you go, there you go, you see, yeah. <laughs> music and let me, just, let me just tell you, when uh, Chrissy Hine moved in there, but Ray's wife was still in there at the same time, <laughs> well, uh, it was very strange getting in the elevator, the lift with them, all the you know. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, the mind boggles, the mm. mind boggles indeed, because obviously knowing over it, knowing um, the relationship with Chrissy and Ray and everything else, and it must have been a very strange and eerie experience, and I just want to put an ad lib to it. Did you know that the original Kinks album, the Village Green Preservation Society, yes. their sales were missed off all records and they've just been awarded a platinum disc for sales that occurred in the late 60s and early 70s wow. over here. And they were completely missed off and the album, and I've got a copy at home, has been completely remastered and as a double package and it is absolutely brilliant. Wow. Well, that's a great album and it's. I like that song about the the tra steam train. There's yeah. something about... Yeah, yeah. I like that. You're, you're, you're right with it. That's why we do UK, USA live all the way. Now, <laughs> I've got a story for you that I know personally that you're going to be very interested in. Okay. Deborah Bonham. Oh, and you know, I just uh, sp uh, contacted with her. I just texted with her the other day. Well, she's got a new album out. Yeah. Uh, and will be. She's doing. I'm doing an interview with her on the 3rd of February. Oh, good. And she's coming over to tour in the States later in the year. That's right. She told me, um, oh, she's had quite a year. She, well, she she got hurt. Well, she'll tell you about it. I don't know, but she's fine now yep. and, you know, all, all this type of thing. But, uh, yeah, I got a, I heard from her a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was last week, actually, and she told me all about it. And then I said, I wrote that I was going to be talking to you. So it went back and forth like that, yeah. That's the way it is in this business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's such a great... I, She's so sweet, and her husband Pete, and the whole whole band is great. Well, um, I am here on the third of February to interview uh, Deborah. Now, um, I know it's not part of your remit because we do it every third week, but if you want to sort of come in on the conversation and, and do a little rib tickler and a warm up, please feel free to do so. Let me know. But, oh, sure. Yeah, Deborah, I might just yeah might just uh, if you can pop me in and say hello or whatever. Oh, well, I'll pop you in once you're on the phone, but the point is that um, we'll wait and see what happens, uh, but I've got an interview yeah. with Deborah, and I'll see what I can do, and uh, she has said that she's looking forward to seeing you again, so I thought, well, again, America is always in front, you know, America gets it first, we get it second, and I thought I had a hot story, it turned out to be just warm. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you one story that, that she might tell you, that um, when, when they were here, uh, they were trying to get to uh, the address where we were located, you know, the studios. And so they had one of those, what do you, you call them, some, not a GPS, what do you, you call it? A, sat nav. Sat, sat nav, yeah. 
Sat- satellite. Sat- sat-nav. Satellite. You know, satellite. Yes. We call them sat-navs. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, that sound, that's actually sounds better. So they had one. They had a van, of, a large van that they were traveling around in. And they were in the neighboring state of New Jersey, which is across the river from New York. Yep. And so they had punched in Avenue of the Americas, which is another name, which is there are two names for Sixth Avenue in New York. Huge street, you know, right next to Fifth Avenue, yep. Sixth Avenue. Well, so they were in New Jersey, and they punched that in, and they wound up in a little town. And uh, the, the, the guy who was driving apparently said, um, "You know, I didn't think there would be all these trees on Sixth <laughs> Avenue." And it turns out they had not punched in the right state. You see, <laughs> so. I mean, that, that, I mean, that was pretty funny, and they were late, but that's okay. I felt really bad, though. I mean, well, you know. It doesn't matter, Carol. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's a lovely story. Now, what I'd like to do is take a couple of minutes, have a bit of music, because I've got another another story or two to, to tell you, and I'm sure you've got one to follow us. And I thought that we'd like to try, even though we're 3,500 miles away, to make you feel a little bit at home. We're, ni- we're nice like this up here. Oh, so okay. um, I've got a Beach Boys track, but there's a track in England that is quite rare. And um, you may have heard it, I'm sure you have, but I doubt if you've heard it for a long time. So I'd like to play the Beach Boys and their version of California Dreaming. Oh. All the leaves are brown. Well, something I've done a fair bit of myself in my time, uh, the Beach Boys were singing about it, California Dreaming. Have you been to California recently, Carol? No, not recently, but I'll tell you something. I've never heard that. Really? There there you go. You see, it's one of my prized possessions (laughs) that is in my archives and personal, personal, um, shall we say, collection that I've got. But uh, that is fantastic. It lasts about another minute. It is. And you know something? California is, is, well, uh, it's just as far away from New York as... As you are, and I can tell you that when when the surf music, the Beach Boys first came out, uh, it was like a kind of a mystery. Like, what are these people talking about? What are those those woody cars and 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 these surfboards? I mean, it really was. It's a strange thing if you're from New York at the time, you know. So uh, it really actually feels like going on a vacation when I hear the Beach Boys. Well, I've been to California myself. Been around um, San Jose, uh, um, Monterey Bay, around there. So I had a lovely time out oh, there. Oh, it's beautiful. It's I mean, beautiful. I've been there, but. Haven't been there, you know. I haven't been there in the last couple of years. But uh. well, there you go. Maybe one day. You never know, Sam. But there you go. Now I've got another story for you. Um, yeah. Big country. Do you know them? Yeah. They're coming to America in March and April. Uh huh. So you've got the inside track, my love. Okay. And I'll fix you up through the agent through um, through Dave, and you'll be able to get one of them for an interview. I'll give you the give you the drop and the nod, give you the information, and you can hook up and patch up with an interview. Oh sure. They 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 had a nice little run here. With the well, especially with the song "Big Country," they did, and uh, there's a new album out which we're heavily promoting as well, uh, called "WKW Men of Steel," and uh, it's a fabulous album. And uh, Bruce Watson's on it with Jamie Watson and uh, backing as well, etc. From the rest of the rest of the band, so I'm sure that's going to come your way too. And we're going to play a couple of tracks a bit later in this program. So there you go. You've got some real hot goss from the UK. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Carol, what have you got for us to, uh, you know, another little story from New York? little story from New York. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, g- I'll give you a little story from, uh, from New Jersey, which is the neighboring state. 
uh, Bruce Springsteen, his eldest, uh, actually it's his youngest son, uh, just became a, a fireman, a firefighter, as, as a vocation. And so he was sworn in to the Jersey City, uh, you know, he took all the tests and he worked as a volunteer, et cetera, for a couple of years. And he was just uh, sworn in with the class of, the new class of uh, firefighters. And they had pictures and little interview, you know, Bruce and his wife, Patty, who performs with Springsteen, um, you know, posing for the pictures and talking to the news. And I'm telling you something, without all the, without the makeup, and they just like, looked like this nice little couple from New Jersey with their son. And uh, they try, the reporters tried to interview Bruce, and I actually do know, I know Bruce from like a long, long time ago, and he actually was himself which meant that he was just giggly. He giggles a lot, and he said, oh, no, this is my son's day. Don't talk to me, you know. But it was just so cute. And uh, that's a little teeny story that just happened, um, <laughs> musically speaking. Lots of other huge stories happen here. I mean, for goodness sake, you, you hear, I'm not going to go into all of them, but... Uh, we'll have to save uh, that for next time, I think. Yeah, I, think yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the big heavy-duty ones. Harvey well, uh, Weinstein, you know, things like that. No, yeah, we don't talk about him at the moment. We just see what's happened. But I think, you know, we, we've, got to, we've got to do a little rap soon because we've got to do one or two things. Yeah. I'm going to, Carol, from my point, first of all, it's been absolutely fabulous talking to you on UK, USA Live all the way. I'm going to take a rest, leave the next couple of minutes with Alan so he can say goodbye. I'm going to say it beforehand you look after yourself and we'll speak to you next month and we'll, oh, see, absolutely. we'll see, see if we can get me get you on with deborah alan over to you right okay carol did i ever thank you for you mentioning me in your book up all night did i ever thank oh, you for that? well thank you yes <laughs> yeah up all night yeah my life and times in rock radio and it's thank you for mentioning it right now echo harper collins yep. publisher and you can still get it on amazon i think it's People would like it. I got a lot of good stories in there. <laughs> <laughs> there are. I read it. So yeah, seems like something I'm going to have to do. <laughs> we'll have to do that next time. Carol, many thanks for joining us on this occasion. Speak to you next month. Okay, you guys take care. As you, you look after yourself, yeah. and we'll give you a call. You go back to sleep. You won't hold on today because we, we've got to vacate the studio. So I will catch up with you, Carol, on email. So will Alan, etc. You mind how you go? Love and felicitations from us in the UK. Okay, you take care. Look after yourself. All righty, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, there you go. There's the lovely Karen Miller, hot from New York, um, on this occasion for the first one of UK, USA, live all the way with yours truly, Nigel Pierce, and... Me, Alan Thompson. That was Nigel Pierce and Alan Thompson speaking with me on their new monthly feature, UK, USA, all the way. You can hear Nigel along with Alan Thompson on their Groove Britain programs on futureradio.co.uk at 3 p.m. GMT on Sundays and at other times on Community Radio Swindon and Radio Stockton. Check their websites for times. And you can hear more authentic British radio next time here on our UK radio podcast. U.S. production by Paul Logos for PLX Mastering. And this is iHeartRadio's Carol Miller from Q1043 in New York. See you next time here on UK Radio.